Piggy the Pig podcast show. Thank you for listening to our podcast. I'm here with my excellent, fabulous, most wonderful friend, Mildred the Moo Cow. Oh, hi, Pinky. How's Pinky? I'm awesome. Fabulous. How are you, Mildred? I'm awesome. I'm fabulous. Yeah, we know how to do that. You wake up in the morning, state of mind. It's not that difficult. Right. So, Mildred, what? What, what, what? What is a yak? A yak? You mean the big animal? Yeah, the yak. Well, what made you think of that? Well, we did the podcast on Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and then we got that email, and the people told us that the first original movie was made with the puppets, and then we looked it up, and then they made the fur with the, the hair on the puppets they used from the yaks. All right, well, that podcast uh, was two ninety four. And that's right, we got an email to let us know that they were puppets. Yeah, we're all about the puppets. Right. So a yak, sure, that's a, it's a very large animal that lives up in the northern, very northern parts of Asia and China, uh, way up high, like above 14,000 feet. Yeah, it's like a giant big cow, right? Well, it's in the same family as the cow, yes. But the the wild yak is really, really big and really, really very long, long hair because they can tolerate minus 40 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. And they live above 14,000 feet. And they only come down below 14,000 feet in the very deep winter just to warm up a little bit. But if they come down too far, then they get overheated and they have to quickly go up back up, in, you know, into the, the higher elevations. Yes, but they're big, huh? They're big. All right, we're, we're talking about the wild yaks because they did domesticate them. And then as they domesticate them, they become smaller. And they also interbreed with regular cattle, so that we're talking about the wild yaks. Yeah, the ones that live above 14,000 feet. Right, in the high altitude of like Asia, Tibet, China, you know, over there. Yeah, over there. In China, they call them hairy cattle. <laughs> okay. Because their hair is so thick. It's actually two layers. It, you've got the, the inner... Uh, hair is like a brown black and then the outer hair is really thick black and it hangs down and they can withstand the super cold temperatures you know extreme weather environments and what happens even if the outer hair gets wet the long strands it drips off when it melts and so it protects them and they stay warm on the inside yeah but they can weigh 1,800 pounds, the male, and seven feet tall right at the shoulders there. I mean, they have short legs, but they can still be seven feet tall at the shoulder level. And they have that super long hair. Yeah. And 
you know, and then they domesticated them. And so then they use the hair, they make, you know, wool from it. Right. And then they would make them beasts of burden. Beast of burden. <laughs> anyway, right. What they would do, they would hook them up to like a plow or a cultivator, you know, farming equipment, and then they would allow them to pull that equipment and help men. Yeah, when they go side by side, they're called oxen. That's right. And one oxen is an ox, and they're all in the same family. You're right. Yeah, the cows and uh, cows and uh, yaks and uh, I think they're in the buffalo family. Right, the buffalo and the bison, that's the same thing. It is? Well, yeah, in, in North America, we call the bison buffalo. But in Europe, they call the bison Vicent. Vicent. But they're both bison. Correct. But they're all related. They're related to the yaks. Yes. You know, and when they domesticated these yaks, they... You know, they bred them for transportation, and they would pull the big carts, and they were able to, you know, use them as beasts of burden. And the banana beast of burden. Okay. <laughs> right. So there were these huge, long caravans that they would go along the Himalayan trade routes, and it was high altitude, so they were able to, you know, use the yak to help them move their trades and trade their wares and they would meet with other people, but it was all about the yak that got them there. Yeah. Because the yak, they, they have, they can travel great distances. They have lots of stamina. And here's the thing. Um, the lungs in a yak, yeah, they're so developed that they can deal with the high altitude. The three times, they have three times the lung capacity of just normal cattle. So that's how they can handle the high altitude because they their lung capacity is three times. Oh, right, because when you get up high, the air is spread out thinner, the molecules, and there's less oxygen because it spreads out further away and it, cause it starts going up out of the atmosphere. The higher you get up, you have less oxygen. Exactly, but the the yaks, they have that lung capacity three times. They also, they have more red blood cells, and their red blood cells are smaller, so that allows them to hold on to more oxygen. Genius! Right, and you know, they, normally they have like herds of 25 in the wild, and they are actually now a threatened species because... They've allowed them to come down and interbreed, so the wild species are somewhat threatened. Yeah. But, you know, they, the males sometimes will hang out with just the other males. Yeah, they make their little man caves. Well, they don't live in caves. No, but you know what I mean. Right. But anyway, there, there you go. That, that's what the yak is, and... They're really, um, like you say, they're, we don't have them over here. No. They have really big horns. They're like 30 inches. Do the females have the horns? They do. They're smaller horns. And the, the female is half the size 
and half the weight of the of the of the males. Okay. So if you you know, I mean the pictures of a yak are really gorgeous. I mean they're astonishing to look at. Yeah, they're beautiful. They're very valuable. Oh yeah, not I mean not just, you know, their wool and their milk, but and you know, the they can be beasts of burden. Me, I won't do it. Okay. But what the, what they would do is their dung. Their dung. You mean their manure? Right? They would use that dung and a manure. <laughs> they use it for fuel. What do you mean? Well, they're up in high altitude. They're above the tree line. There's no trees. But they can burn the dung for fuel because it'll create heat, and they can heat with it and cook with it. They burn it. They cook. They burn it. They set on fire. Yeah, it makes fuel very valuable. The yak. I like it. Yeah, and the yaks. That they use the hair from the yaks to make the puppets for Rudolph. <laughs> they did. Okay, well, we invite you to go back and listen to previous episodes. That was very interesting about the yaks. Do you have a poem now, please? Okay. Okay, Pinky, I found a great poem by Hilary Belloc titled The Yak. Yes, please. As a friend to the children, commend me the yak. You will find it exactly the thing. It will carry and fetch. You can ride on its back or lead it about with a string. The Tartar who dwells on the plains of Tibet has for centuries made it a nursery pet. And surely the Tartar should know. Then tell your papa where the yak can be got. And if he is awfully rich, he will buy you the creature. Or else he will not. What a great poem. Awesome. Okay, Mildred, I love you. Talk to you tomorrow. I love you.